This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, you know, before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the rise of outlaw country music and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision in her tiny living room, far from Nashville's music row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Welcome to another episode of Unsigned and Independent, Season 2, Episode 13. What's their name, Kevin? Tootin' Brothers. You know, that's what I thought it looked like. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to call themselves the Tutan Brothers? Nah. The Tootin. Toucan, Tutan, Tootin. I just think there's a lot of Tootin jokes, like yeah. fart jokes. I yeah. bet they hear it all that's, the time. Yeah, yeah. That's how we started off, yeah. So what's the deal? Where are they from? They're from Georgia. Athens, Georgia. Big Bulldogs guys. And they're actual brothers, or are they like bros? No, nah, they're actual blood brothers. Did you guys talk about them keeping their name, the Tootin Brothers? Yeah, that's the first thing we talk about, actually, is yeah. the name and how many different variations they've gotten over the years. What do you like about them? I like their dynamic as brothers. I have a brother myself, so for me, it's like interesting to look at that and how they form together and keep their relationship, and they haven't gotten any fights, which is surprising to me. Physical, that is. They both graduated from Georgia with a finance degree, and here they are. It's unsigned and independent with Kickoff Kevin. You can follow them at Tootin Brothers Band, T-U-T-E-N, Tootin Brothers Band, or you can follow Kickoff Kevin at Kickoff Kevin, right? That's right. That's right. Boom, there you go. All right, here they are. The Tootin Brothers on Unsigned and Independent. Tootin Brothers. That's us, man. Right? Yes, Tootin sir. Brothers. All right, I'm sure you guys get a lot of uh, the name. The Tootin. The Tootin. Yeah. yeah. So the Tootin yeah. Brothers. That's your last name? Elementary yeah. school was relentless. Oh, I was going to say, what were those kids like? <laughs> Savage, dude. But if you can handle that with the last name Tootin, you can you can handle anything, that, man. That's true. You probably got to a, a point where you almost flipped it on them, where you just kind of made fun of yourselves, or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You got to. You got got to roll with it, right? Got to own it. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the worst or pronunciation or something that sticks in your head? Do you remember somebody saying something where you're like, seriously, like that's what you think it is? Well, I'm not. I mean, not that people never like usually shy away from tooting at first because they're like they're not confident. You know, I could say tutton, I could say like tootin or something, and then if it isn't tootin, then you know it doesn't sound bad. But if they just come out of the gate, they feel like if they say tootin and it's wrong, then it's gonna be you know the end of the world or something. So. Yeah, that makes sense. So we got yeah. Sam, we got Walker. How are we doing today, guys? 
Doing great, man. Good, happy to be man. here. Good. Yeah, happy you're here. Oh, we were talking about it a little bit off of this, but uh, we had to reschedule a couple of times, so I really appreciate you guys rolling with it and everything. You know, this industry can be. Dude. I'm sure you've been doing it for a little while, and you said you you walked over here, right, to the studio? Yeah, man. We ride at Sony, so it's literally, I mean, that doesn't mean anything to people listening to this, but it's like literally a five-minute walk down Music Row, so it was really? easy, man, yeah. That's awesome. You do a lot of work on Music Row here, writing-wise? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're there. Yeah, we're at Sony probably. Three or four days a week. Yeah. So. Really? Mm-hmm. How long have you guys been with them? Because you have a publishing deal. We have a publishing with deal. Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, publishing deal with them, which is like a songwriting deal. Yeah. Uh, we're there. Yeah. I mean, we've been there for what, a year and a half? year and a little bit. year and a little yeah. yeah. Oh, so still fairly pretty, new. Pretty fresh, man. Pretty yeah, fresh, Fairly dude. new. How's yeah. it going over there? Lots it's great, dude. We, we love it. We really do. The team is amazing. They're super supportive of us and believe in us, which... Is uh is hard to come by in the music industry, honestly. Like for a long time there, we were doing it, and we're like, man, we just haven't gotten anybody to kind of jump on board with what we're doing yet. And they they totally did that, uh, which has been such a blessing for us. And then, what your guys is? Do you have a goal to be, you know, get a record label deal, or is the publishing deal kind of the first step now? Because some people probably hear this and be like, oh, it's unsigned. Well, I thought, but there's a right. difference, right? Yeah, yeah. It that it's a it can't. I know it's kind of like can be confusing from the outside looking in on the music industry. But I think our goal probably is to to have a record deal at some point. We would love that. Um, but we don't have one right now. And so we're just like, well, wow. I mean, we're just going to put out our own music, man. <laughs> we're not going to let that stop us, you know? All right. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, basically we have a songwriting deal and Sony like it facilitates our writing of songs and stuff like that. And then the record deal is like, you know, that's what people probably think of when they hear a deal. And, uh, you know, it's like they're paying for your... Uh, recording and helping you kind of distribute to the world. So hopefully we'll have that one day, but uh, right now we don't. So we're just rocking with what we got. So. Oh, I like it. Well, I think you're doing a great job so far. Thanks, man. And you two are from Georgia, correct? Yeah, man. We're real brothers. Couple brothers from Georgia. Yeah, yes, sir. And the the one of the main reasons I had to get you guys on here was I have a brother myself, and that's I was up. like, damn, that's got to be because I've had. I've had a married couple on here. I've had siblings on here, but I think this is my first set of brothers. Yeah. yeah. And I know that dynamic has got to be good and bad at times, right? So oh, I yeah. got to ask, Sam, I'll go to you first. How many fights do you think you've been in? <laughs> Countless, dude. Countless. Uh, when we started doing it in college, we actually went to like a marriage counselor because I, I kid with people, but it was literally up until recently when Walker actually did get married. It was almost as if, I mean, we were living in the same room. We were working together. We we had all the same friends here in Nashville because we were always together. So like like twenty four seven, dude. We were together basically. Um, Did we, it ever get physical? I had to. No. At some point, no. 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 I mean, we fought as like little kids. I think we got out of our system okay. like, as kids. Okay. Yeah. Like physical fights. No. Yeah. We never we never hit each other or anything, which I think is good. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, it, we, we, I, I think we do largely pretty well, and and we've worked on it. I mean, like we've worked on it pretty hard over the years. You know, it's like it. We when we were coming out of college, I think we looked at each other and we're like, man, if we're this is going pretty well, and if we're gonna do this for a living, then like we need to really figure out like how how to do this well, so we're not like you know ruining our relationship, messing up our family dynamic. Because uh, we always say that like. Like being in a grand band is great and playing music is great, but it's it'll never be worth it to uh, to lose like your relationship with your brother. You know what I mean? So that that definitely has always come first for us, and I think it I think it always will. So, do you think in a positive way? 
because for me and my siblings and my family, I feel like I can tell them anything, whether it's good or bad, because I know they're going to be a family. They're there at the end of the day, right? Right. Yeah. So do you feel like you guys can kind of have that communication, Walker, where you could be like, oh, I could tell them what's on my mind because I know we're not going to fight and have a big fallout. Because at the end of the day, we're still brothers. We're still we're still blood here. Yeah, I think so, man. I mean, it, it, it definitely is like that. And we're very honest with each other, which I think is, uh, you know, probably a better thing than not a better thing but it, it still is like you know if, if there's something that's bothering sam or there's something that's bothering me like we're gonna say it and it's gonna be exactly how we feel and mm-hmm. you know uh, i think that communication is uh is vital in a lot of ways but it's also hard to hard to swallow sometimes yeah. but um, and it, it can be dangerous too because i'll say something and and think like after i've said it to walker i'll think i would not say that to any other human in the world right like i just said it like right. I, I think because there is that element of he's my brother, I know he's going to be there. It's like I don't have to use much self-control in how I'm saying what I just said uh, because I know he's going to be there. And so it's definitely beneficial in a lot of ways, but it's also like, man, I got to check myself and, and make sure I'm still being kind and like still building each other up so we can continue to be brothers and work together and, and all that. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you guys, uh, either of you ever go to your parents still and be like, hey, he did this, he did this? <laughs> <laughs> Probably did. I don't. I don't know. I can't think of an example right now. But I'm. Our, I mean, well, it, our mom's always worried about us. Yeah, she's always like, "Hey, how how are you and Sam doing?" I'm like, yeah. "We're good. <laughs> Still good." And you have another brother. Yeah, right? Jack. Younger. Jackie older? T. Man, youngest. Youngest. Yeah, youngest. Man. Okay, so who's oldest? You got to guess. Oh. Uh, it's okay. We'll make everybody guess. You I know. Wrong. I do that with my brother too, and and I'm always like, hmm. Uh, I'm just going to go with Walker because you asked. Yeah, yeah. Like, I did. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's correct? Yeah, yeah you're right. You're See, right. my older brother always asks too. He's, he's like, oh, guess. And then everyone always says, oh, I don't know. So I think that whole brotherly, yeah, yeah. I, I know the dynamic yeah, of it. Yeah, you got it, man. Okay. All well, right, it, literally everybody thinks, or not everybody, but I'd say 80% of people guess Sam is older. Really? Which is interesting to me, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that is, dude. Couldn't couldn't be my immaturity, I don't think. No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. What's the age difference here between all three brothers? Two, uh, two and a half between us, yeah. and then two between me and Jack. Okay, and then Jack, is he in musical instrument or, or talented at all or anything or no? He plays music. He he like led a lot of worship in college. Uh, well, that's how we all started. Um, like playing music was basically in church, and then he's super talented. He like does a lot of video stuff. So he does a lot of video stuff for us and uh, for like he'll video weddings and, and crap like that but he also has like a corporate job in atlanta so oh, okay so he's not natural no he's not uh, natural he's you, creative though yeah yeah okay that's good and you guys are uh georgia boys georgia boys you dude. went to uga oh University. we love them Do dogs UGA? man yeah yeah right uga okay. georgia georgia whatever you want to call it you yeah, guys have had a good uh couple of years here with football dude, huh? it's been glorious dude four years man uh, yeah. yeah did you guys go to a lot of games what years were you there i was there from 14 to 18 Okay, and, and was, so that was right when yeah. that our first national championship appearance in forever was in the, kind of the seventeen eighteen season. Uh huh. Was that the Tua? That game? was Tua. Yeah. So that was my senior year, and I was in that end zone where they where Tua no. threw the ball to Devontae Smith, oh. and it was just heartbreaking, bro. Because oh. at that point, I mean, you don't know if you're ever going to get back, and right. it's like, man, I just lost the chance to win a national championship my senior year at Georgia, like. Just the glory years. But, Man, and you guys were dominating that game, too, for a while. And then that dude, big sack, and yeah. I, was, I was rooting for you that game. And I was like, damn, they got this game after that sack. Right? Yeah, yeah dude. Awful, dude. Yeah, it, I thought we had it, man. And then they called, uh, uh, what's his name, offsides. 
Uh, Tyler Simmons. Tyler Simmons, dude. He was on sides. I'll, <laughs> I'll take that to my grave, bro. You're punt. not bitter about it at all. <laughs> I'm not still, bitter, right? but he was on sides. Even a couple championships later, you're not bitter at all. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, yeah, we, we grew up diehard dogs fans, man. Our, I mean, our all our grandparents went to Georgia. Our dad went to Georgia. All our aunts and uncles, cousins. It, it runs pretty deep. Um, so we were waiting on that on these years a long, long time. We always knew we were a sleeping giant, and it's we've, I think, both of us have been to all three national championships we've played in the last five years. Really? So, yeah. I didn't go to the one out in California, but that's uh, so, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. My wife went to TCU, so we so we uh, went to <laughs> we went to that one. Oh man, I bet that was a fun. All right. At what point did you stop talking crap to her? Well, okay. Here, because so, it was gone early, and you had yeah. to be like, "Oh, I'm sorry." This yeah, is pretty pretty, bad. pretty quickly. It was like, okay, we're we're doing like damage control here, but um, but yeah, she. So that was right before we got married. And it was like a month before we got married, that game happened. Oh. And she was on her bachelorette. She's from California, and she was in California on her bachelorette when TCU beat Michigan to go to the national championship. And so we had said, like, nah, we don't want to get tickets. Like, it'll just put us in a fight if, you know, if it ends up happening. And I was watching the tickets, and they went down to, like, 200 bucks. And I was like, I just bought them, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I sent her a screenshot, and she was like, no, you didn't. And I was like, yeah, I did. We're going. So it ended up good for me, but she was a— she was a great sport through all of it. I will say that. she's that, She's been a trooper. That's rough. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period, like, it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the kids at St. Jude. St. Jude's been leading the way in the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of childhood cancer. Your support means that families never get a bill. 
from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food so the families can focus on helping their child live. And that really hits home for me because I've been to St. Jude many times. I've hung out with the kids, played music for the kids. I was in the hospital a lot as a kid. Now, I didn't have cancer, but if it wasn't for people stepping up, I don't know that I would have been able to go and stay in the hospital and be taken care of. So that's why we do this, take care of others. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. When you do this, you'll get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. So join all the doctors and researchers, you know, and me in this fight and just text the word Bobby to 785-833. It's only six numbers, but text the word Bobby to 785-833. Now, what about your guys' family? I said your brother growing up, uh, your dad was big into music and a big influence for both of you? Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. He, uh, he loves music more than almost anyone I know, I think. He just loves it, man. And he plays guitar a little bit and he sing he can never remember lyrics but if you, <laughs> if you put a uh if you put a lyric sheet in front of him he might get it right so um he just loves it man so we grew up around it you know we grew up around 90s and early thousands country and uh yeah we, we were just kind of indoctrinated into that and so he started playing or he played guitar so we kind of both started playing a little bit and just had guitars around the house and that's kind of one of the big ways we got into music at all and did you just kind of pick up and learn yourself, or did you guys go to lessons or anything like that? Walker? I took I took lessons, uh, like probably middle school, and then just kind of taught myself from there. And I think Sam, you, you, you Sam started as a drummer, but I started as a drummer, and I was self taught, YouTube taught on guitar. Yeah, yeah. Just put just learning Sweet Home Alabama, like playing a D shape and just rocking with it, dude. How young were you, Sam? I was in middle school when I started. Okay, learning, yeah. Okay, and then when did you guys say, hey, we should. Do this together. Was that in church, like you were saying, growing up, or did it well, kind of come naturally in college? Yeah, we started. We we both played kind of in different church things together, um, and then and I was usually the drummer in those situations. Yeah, 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 I was usually like playing guitar and singing, like the classic worship leader, if, if people are familiar for that. And then Sam would play drums or something. And then in college, uh, we were kind of doing the same thing, just like for different campus organizations. And uh, and then we were at a show one night and just not not like a christian thing just like a show and we looked at each other and we were like dude i think we could do that like i what what those guys are doing on stage like i think that could be us really? and so we we're like well, let's just play some open mics and see what happens and it was Ju- are you familiar with Jude in the line yeah 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 and they came to athens and they were literally just having an incredible time on stage and like it sounded good cuz they're really good musicians but sure. it was more so that they were just putting on a show where we looked at each other like I mean, we can have a great time on stage, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can do that. So, so. so it was more f- so about like the performance and entertaining people than it was the music at that time. Maybe not now, but at that time. Oh, initially for sure. Cause we didn't like, I don't think I'd ever written a song to that point. Wow. And so, uh, we literally started playing open mics, just covers of, I don't, I don't even know what. And, uh, people like started coming and then we got asked to do like, will you come play our, you know, sorority fundraiser? Will you come play our fraternity party? Yeah. And, <laughs> We were like, yeah, sure. And then it just turned into like this thing where we were really like, we should probably like start writing our own songs and figuring out how to get them recorded. And uh, and we should probably have a band name. Like literally it all just like, we we're like, what should we call ourselves? And somebody was like, the Tootin' Brothers. And we we're like, all right, let's rock. That's simple. Huh? Like literally somebody, I think a chick for a like a sorority fundraiser texted us and was like, hey, what should I put y'all's name as on the poster? And we were just like, ah, blah, blah. The Tootin' Brothers? I don't know. <laughs> and it's stuck. And that's just what it was, man. That's so, awesome. Yeah. And then you guys started writing songs after that together. It's one of you, let me ask this first. I'll go to you, Sam. Are you more of a writer or are you guys kind of the same? 
we we're definitely the same. I, I would say we'd have different strengths in a writing room, but we're we both write pretty much the same amount. And so um, we both started writing honestly probably separately in college. Yeah, we because we didn't know really the concept of co-writing necessarily, or like we'd never been to Nashville, didn't know about co-writing being in a, in a writer's room. And so we would kind of write songs by each, by ourselves and then come to each other and say, this is the song I wrote. And usually one of us, you know, we'd shoot it down or whatever, but yeah. we could, we could kind of co-write from there, you okay. know, and like, well, let's edit this part and this part. And so I guess in some way it was kind of the first experience of co-writing. Yeah. Now I'm just curious. I've talked about this a little bit on this podcast. Writing a song is something I've always been like, just, I want to sit in one of those writer's rooms. Just, I have no idea what goes on if, if, if it's a lot or if it's a whole lot of nothing, just drinking or whatever you're doing or, Dude, or we'll, writing. We'll get you in one. That one would, time. that would be awesome. I've said that on this before. I'm like, I need, to, I just want to sit there and just kind of see how it comes together. And then I told um, Eddie from the big show one time, I would like to just have like one. I don't know, line in a song. Just yeah, say dude. like, oh, I've had a line on the song. I, I think that would be the coolest thing and have somebody like perform it and be like, yeah, I had a little, just a little influence dude. on that. We're oh, getting dude. Kick Off Kevin in a Tootin' Brothers song. Let's I'm go, down. dude. <laughs> you guys tell me when and we'll make it happen. And But I'm also curious how that comes about. So like, say Walker, you come in with a song. Yeah. Do you have a song finished before you bring it to Sam? Or are you kind of like, hey, I got this thing started. Now I need your help finishing it or making some edits to it. Yeah. Dude, people ask us this all the time they're like how do you write a song yeah. with somebody else bro and like how does that happen and i'm uh it's how i i think it, okay here's how to say it it just happens differently every time like sometimes every songwriter in nashville has a list of titles in their phone that they're like somebody says like uh you know uh uh somebody says well beer never broke my heart and then they you know, they're like, oh man, that sounds like a song. And so they write it down on their phone and the next day they bring it into the room. They're like, man, this guy said beer never broke my heart last night. And so we could write a song about that. And so that definitely happens sometimes. And then a lot of times people bring in like a melody idea or like a little phrase, or sometimes people bring in like a guitar lick or a track and you just kind of find like whatever idea is kind of like this little spark in the room that people gravitate to. And then you kind of try to form a song around that is usually how it works, I think. Okay. So, so a little different. Do you ever... Write something down like one night and you, you're like, this is going to be awesome. And then you wake up the next day, you're like, yeah, I'm not even going to bring that anywhere. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All the time. Dude, you ought to go through my voice memos. It would be embarrassing because it's like, it's midnight recordings of me yeah. being like, you know, just like mumbled, like singing into my phone at midnight, like trying to be quiet. And I always think of that like for me, that'd be like, I think of a creative idea for the show or podcast or something when I'm, let's say if I'm drinking or whatever, like, oh, this is going to be great. And I yeah. write it down and I look at the next day, I'm like, dude, delete, 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 delete <laughs> yeah, all that it's stuff. Atrocious. So it's got to be the same for writing, right? Sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's a hundred percent the same, man. Well, and I think too, it's, it's a little bit that way in general, like, like I'll look back at songs we wrote a year ago or two years ago and think, man, what were we thinking back then? Which is cool to like see the growth, you know, of of how far we've come. But it's even like that, like in a moment it can feel great. But then you kind of look back on it and you're like, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how that works. Your mind just kind of has this trick on you. Yeah. How long have you guys been in Nashville? Four and about a half years, man. Always been the goal to come here since you started? No, no, no. not at all, bro. I in In college, I mean, we didn't, I didn't, we didn't start playing music with each other, like for the band until I was like a junior, junior senior in college. And so I like, we both have finance degrees. Uh, I worked for, yeah, I know. You're crazy. What was I doing, bro? Both of you. I worked. You're both crazy. Uh, bro, I, I wish I'd done something different. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. I worked way too hard for that. But I, uh, 
I mean, I worked like a corporate job for a year out of school in Atlanta before I moved up here. So it was, it was just one of those things that kind of kept going. And then I graduated from college and Sam was a year behind me. And we were like, well, let's just see where it goes for the next year. And, uh, you know, a year went by, he graduated and it was kind of growing. And we were like, well, this is the only chance we're going to have in our life to pursue this. And we love doing it. So let's go for it. So that's kind of how it happened. Good for you. And what's it been like in those four and a half plus years for you, Sam? It's been good. It's been great. Uh, the when we got here at the beginning of 2019 and oh, then yeah. uh so we had about a year and a couple months and then covid so it's been interesting because we really like had a good opportunity for a while of like learning how to co-write writing with other people zoom writing and everything before there was any chance really of looks at a publishing deal or anything like that mm-hmm. because people weren't really signing much or anything like that during covid so it was cool to be able to like really hone in the craft and work on socials and do all that uh, during that time. And then after, you know, COVID, it, it kind of opened back up and we started meeting with publishers and stuff like that. Um, but it's been really good, dude. I think we've gotten a lot better. Like, I think even when we would put out our music, like, you know, when we used to put it out, I would think, man, this is this is good. It's fine. But I don't like love it like I love so-and-so artists Mm -hmm. like my own music Mm -hmm. and now it's becoming more like dude I love my music which is um it's it's a really good feeling because it's like man I can really be proud of this and so I think we're starting to get to that point of like we're we're really 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 proud of and we've always been proud like of the effort we put in and the work we did and and how everything turned out but now it more feels like this is uh, this is good music. Honing in on the craft yep. kind of thing. And who are some of the people or person that has helped you guys out? Dude, I mean, I think, I mean, our, our publisher, uh, Kenley Flynn at Sony has been a, a massive help to us. He's just uh, ha- helped us get connected with other great writers, which is huge. You know, he's another voice that kind of helps steer, you know, the creative ship, if you will. Uh, and then... Ben Huddleston. Yeah, Ben Huddleston. He was... He's one of my college roommates and works for like a, uh, uh, what does he do? Like a business management, business management firm in town. So basically he handles, uh, artists and managers money, but he, uh, like managed us for a while and he was a, he's been a huge help, um, over the years, just like helping us do the same thing, like connect with people, steer that ship being like, well, I like this man. Like y'all should lean in more to that and just a ton of stuff, honestly. So, cause it's tough when you got two voices. Right. You know, and and if it's a 50-50 split on something, then it's like, well, you're you're kind of running into a brick wall because both of us are stubborn and I'm probably more stubborn. But <laughs> um, yeah, you like it's nice to have another voice or another couple voices that say, yeah, I hear what both y'all are saying, but I think this and I side with either Sam or Walker and and you're like, all right, well, let, let's just go. If both of y'all think that, let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been huge for us. Yeah. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. 
or like to smell a staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about the incredible work that's being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and to ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. Families do not have to worry about a thing. Treatment is covered, travel, housing, food. And when you're a family that's going through this, like imagine you're a parent, your kid gets cancer. You need to focus on that child. You don't need to be worrying about other things and financial stuff can get really stressful. St. Jude covers it. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment. And when you sign up for just $19 a month, you're going to get the new This Shirt Saves Lives tee. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope and text Bobby to 785-833. That's B-O-B-B-Y to 785-833. You talked about earlier performing a couple shows, random shows, um, parties, weddings, this and that. You talk about a show in Montana. I got to hear more about this show in Montana about a bare knuckle fight (laughs) that you guys talked about a little bit before this that I saw. And can you tell a story, Walker? Oh, yeah, dude. It's epic. So... This there's a lot to this. You tell me to shut up if I'm talking too long. But uh, but we got asked. We got a, like an email from a guy uh, named Monty in Montana and Monty Klistoff, and he was like, "Hey guys, uh, I heard y'all's music. Like, really like it. Would love to co- have y'all out here. We're doing a bare knuckle boxing and nitro circus festival in Butte, Montana." And we were like, "What the heck, dude?" Well, I was like, oh, we were like instantly like we're in whatever we need to do to get out there. So we uh. He basically is a promoter, and he put together this show or a festival two days where the first night they had bare knuckle boxing and like this, uh, like kind of screamo sort of band, and then the next night they had a bunch of nitro circus jumps that they like set up in a parking lot, like dirt bikes doing flips and stuff, mm-hmm. and then they had us play after that. And so like the big finale of the night was this dude flipping this like side by side razor. And uh, <laughs> we were on stage, like, literally about to start singing after he flipped the razor. And it's like, yeah. And then the band plays. And he, like, 
revs this razor and flips it, and it just lands straight on top of the razor, dude. It didn't get all the way around. Oh <laughs> and everybody was like, oh. And they were like, he's okay. And then it like everybody turned to us, and we're like, okay, we're starting. <laughs> we're going to start playing now, I guess. Did uh, everyone go crazy when you found out, like, yeah. oh, he's okay? Yeah, everybody oh, yeah. was like, yeah. So. Well, it was this big inflatable. I don't know if you've ever seen these, but they land. Their landing ramp is inflatable, so it's like if if somebody crashes, they're like hitting a soft, like kind of big inflatable ramp rather than like a hard wooden ramp or something. Okay. And so this razor lands on the inflatable ramp upside down, like bounces up off of it like a bouncy castle, and then hits the just the pavement to the side, and everybody's like. <gasps> It gets deathly quiet. Yeah, and it was yeah. like it was like car wreck sound, yeah. you know, where you hear that. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and then you guys have to play a show after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was <laughs> sick because they're like, he's all right. Yeah. You know, and everybody's like, yeah. Something straight out of a movie, huh? He's like, he's okay. And everyone just goes crazy for you guys. It was like dude. hot rod, dude. It was nuts. This, this, okay, last story about it. This is, uh, there was a guy that fought the first night and he's the sheriff of Butte, Montana. I don't know if he still is or not. Um, great dude. Met him, held his baby. He's a, he's, a super, baby. <laughs> he's a super cool guy. But anyway, uh, so my wife was selling merch for us out there. I was dating her at the time. And uh, she was talking to him, and he was telling her that the promoter was trying to get him to fight. Like, he was trying to get the sheriff to bare-knuckle box at this boxing match. Only and in Montana. Only right? in Montana, dude. And he was like, I'm not going to do it. And the guy kept bugging him. He's like, okay, I'll do it if you get the Tootin' Brothers out here to play. No and way. And so we didn't know that the whole time, but she, he told my wife that. And so that was pretty cool. He that just the, found us. Yeah. And he loved our music. So he was like, I'll only fight if the Tootin' Brothers. Really? Yeah. And we're like, dude, yeah, you, I'm sorry. That and then he kept being like, bro, you got to see this picture of this guy. Because he just beat the crap out of the guy. Oh, really? And so he kept showing everybody pictures of the other guy. <laughs> oh, man. So you guys are the one that influenced the sheriff to get in a bare knuckle fight. Uh, yeah. Saying. Hey, man, that's us. Not many people can say that, by the way. Dude, that is that's that is a hilarious story. Only, that's awesome. I that's, wish I was there for that. It was fun, man. It was fun. <laughs> that's awesome. What else, as we kind of wrap this up pretty soon here, outside of music, I need to hear also, you guys are into golf, right? Both of you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. You Was it you, Walker, that worked at Augusta? I did. You did. What was that like? It was awesome, dude. It was a definitely an experience of a lifetime, for sure. How um, long were you there? Or how many? I worked there uh, for a semester my senior year of college. Okay. So it was the 2016 Masters I was there. So I was there from like January or like December, which is like, you know, four months before the Masters through April, which is when the Masters happened. What were you so, doing there? I was a business affairs intern. Uh, so I didn't work for like the tournament specifically. I worked for the golf club. Okay. And basically that entails, uh, it's like a they do a lot of things, but it's everything from like TV deals to uh, like press credentialing and press relations um, to like sponsor relations. So like, you know, they have all these sponsors and you're like taking care of their little, uh, you know, their space or like making sure they have what they need or wh- whatever it is. And then just a bunch of random stuff. Like I got the mail every day, you know, just crap yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so, Whatever. You're working at Augusta. Who gives a crap? No, dude. Me. Like literally I just, they, I take a golf cart and I just yeah. kind of like, all right, I'm going to get the mail. And I just like drive down number one and like. <laughs> did you ever play around? I did. Yeah. How many? Dude. I played once. Okay. I, yeah. They have an employee play day kind of thing where, you know, they let their employees play, which is really cool. Um. And I got to take my dad, so that was oh, that's awesome. It was really special, man. That's it was awesome. it was cool. I I have, uh, you, you you like you hear about people going to the Masters and like seeing it and like people are like oh, there's no place like it, dude. And 
I don't know. I always felt like there was probably like some curtain, like where like, oh, you saw the behind the scenes and you didn't like it. But it, dude, it's just like great people and they do like everything they do like really, really well. And the attention to detail is all just like, they, they just really care a lot about it, which I really, I, I learned a lot and uh, made a lot of really cool relationships through that. I have nothing but good things to say about them. How so. far is that from your guys' hometown? A couple hours from Macon, probably. Three, okay. yeah, two, three hours. Okay, yeah, so, and then other some other jobs for you, Sam, that you had before, or jobs that you hated or liked uh, before music. Yeah, right after college, I I worked at a diner, and I was like, I can't do this. It, it was like these people are incredible. Who like just wait, like I had gained so much respect for service industry, uh, like waiters and waitresses and stuff, because it was a grind, bro. Yeah, what were you doing? You were serving. Or? I was just waiting tables. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. See, that's why I think the old saying is everyone should work in service industry for. Even if it's a couple months, because you have a whole yeah. new respect. That's why if like your order's messed up or something, oh, yeah. I'm like, it's all good, dude. I became dude. a way better tipper. After yeah. That. yeah, yeah, always. And yeah, and then I uh, and then I worked construction once we moved up here. That okay. was a side hustle. Okay, now you're both just full time music writing, yeah. performing. Where are you performing at in Nashville? Anywhere like place writers round stuff, dude? Yeah, just all the writers rounds. I mean, I think we probably played. All of them at this point. We um, played the basement. We played uh, our own like ticketed show at the basement, the OG basement back awesome. in the summer. Yeah. Awesome. Um. So I think we sold that out. Yeah. Or close. close. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what else you got going on this year? This coming year in 2024, dude. Our goal is to. Well, we're just trying to put out a lot of music, man. Um. We're our goal for the last year, year and a half, has been to put out a song a month. So, um. So we're gonna try to keep doing that, man. Hopefully, when people are listening to this, uh, you know, we will we will put out a song that month. <laughs> so uh, that's the that's the goal, man. Um, it's just to keep cranking out music. Is so. that? Because I'm curious. Nowadays, I feel like that you always have to have the next thing, whether it's a song or a post or content, whatever. Especially in the creative yeah. world that we're in, is that? Do you feel like you have to keep up because of that, or it's just like a personal goal between you guys? Where you're like, hey, this is what we kind of want to do. Uh. I think both. I mean, it's really cool to be able to put out our songs and just kind of do it when we want. Uh, but also, it's like, man, if we want to make a splash, like we we feel like consistency is a huge thing right now. And so just whether that's with socials or... And we just feel like the more shots you put out there, especially they got to be quality, but the more shots you put out there, um, you know, the better chance you have of scoring. So that's kind of our mentality on it. And also, we just have songs we write that we're like, man, we think this is good. We want to put it out. So that's a big part of it. Do you ever write a song uh, at Sony with Sony where you're like, oh, we want to keep this, but maybe they're like, no, we want this for somebody else? Do you ever have to have that battle or not really yet? Not really, dude. They yeah. they want us to, they they signed us to to be like a band, you know, to be an artist. And so if we write a song that we think is really great, they want us to put it out. That's um, awesome. So far, so um <laughs> Hopefully that so, so far. Yeah. Hopefully that stays the same. <laughs> That's awesome. Well. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, guys, for coming in. This is a lot of fun. I need to come out. I need to first. I need to get in one of these writers' rooms. That's right. Check this out. Dude, I'm serious, bro. I'm, you can, I'm dead serious. You can come. That would be awesome. I mean, I'm right. We're right down the street here, right? Yeah, so just walk on down, bro. Okay, perfect. And then I want to come see a show. Check them out. Social media, Instagram, Tootin Brothers Band. Stream their music. Support them. You guys, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Thanks, thanks. Kevin. Love this episode of the Bobby Cast? Subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort. 
with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. You can probably spell it. You probably know it. Tacovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.